Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Gabe DeSanto, president of OHSCA. I'm glad to be back here with another great interview. Today, we have the 26-year the MPP for Haldeman Norfolk joining us today, Mr. Toby Barrett. Toby is the seven-term MPP for Haldeman Norfolk, having been first elected in 1995. He has a deep knowledge in agriculture, having a master's in science degree from the Ontario Agricultural College, and lives on the family farm. He is currently the parliamentary assistant to the Minister of Agriculture, Food, and Rural Affairs. He, is, he has a deep knowledge in government, and he has worked for, as I said, 26 years. Welcome, Mr. Barrett, to the show. We really appreciate you joining us today. And we're gonna start off with a question and answer session. And all these questions are asked by members of our team, high school students in Ontario. So number one is what has been your greatest achievement in your 26 years of being an MPP? And this one's from the OHSC team. <laughs> you know, the greatest achievement, I, uh, and I, I guess I could reflect back on a, on a few years, and I've been very fortunate uh, that people down here in our rural area in Haldeman, Norfolk, uh, uh, seem deemed fit to, uh, to put me back in. I think the greatest achievement is that it's day by day, it's hour by hour, and it's uh, essentially it's helping people. But you don't get to help people unless you get elected in the first place. One of the biggest achievements might be years ago, and I came in with uh, Premier Mike Harris. I was a common sense revolutionary. And uh, we made some really significant changes. I always wanted to be a revolutionary anyway. And uh, <clears throat> so way back when we had the regional level of government across our area that combined the two counties. And people didn't like it. The two counties, they were rural small town counties, but they didn't see eye to eye. And uh, so I, I just, I said to Premier Harris, you know, he asked me, you know, well, what do we need to do down in your area to make it better? And I basically said, well, maybe get rid of regional government. Mike looked at me and said, let's scrap it. And at the time that was huge. We literally overthrew the government. Uh, Bobby Ann is my campaign manager for many, many years. She's on the line. Uh, we can't see her. She's the good-looking one of the crowd here. I don't know whether Bobby Ann's got any thoughts on what the greatest achievement is, because Bobby Ann and I have been working together for 20 years. Bobby? We're glad to have Bobby Ann join us. Thanks, Gabe. I think one of the uh, globally, kind of through our, our office and the work we do, I, I think our greatest achievement is providing um, the customer service, the fantastic customer service that we do to the people of Haldeman, Norfolk. We have so many hardworking, wonderful people um, in Haldeman, Norfolk, small businesses, farmers, um, you know, who are hardwired to work. And when they come to us with an issue or a problem, you know that they have done their utmost to try and solve it themselves and that they really need our help. And I think that um, from my perspective, um, the greatest, the greatest, uh, you know, results or outcomes that we've had have, have been working for those people because um, they're good people 
And um, we take a lot of pride in what we do in Toby's office. And Toby takes a, a great deal of pride in what he does. And I think that that is what keeps us all working hard and, you know, keeps Toby um, serving the people of Haldeman Norfolk as well. So we've got a really fabulous team, uh, a small but fabulous team, and we really respect and enjoy the people of Haldeman Norfolk. That's really great to hear. We really like, we really thank you for all your years of service and serving the people of Haldeman Norfolk. We really like to see great teams like yours, great MPPs like you, Toby, who really have a strong sense of connection with the community and the community feels connected to you that they want to send you back multiple times because they feel that you're a great representative for you. And I feel that as we go on in Canada and as time goes on, we need to change the way we do things, but we also need to maintain the way that we've done things before and the way that you and your team has done it and speak for the people. And we really thank you for that, for all your years and for that you keep on going and that you're such a great representative. Question two is we recently saw some unkind actions by some members of uh, figures of authority police all that across very recently and uh, throughout the country over the past couple uh, months, years. So a lot of young people and a lot of people lose faith in it, in the system. How do you think personally we can like help the youth restore their faith in the figures of authority in the police? And mm -hmm. So I, I might have missed part of that. You're referring to just kind of the, the business that we're in where well, especially with social media, Twitter, for example, with the trolls and what have you. And uh, I found that when I was first elected, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I w went into the Legislative Assembly and sat across from the, uh, the NDP, and they had just been uh, defeated. In fact, I sat across from Bob Ray, and the Liberals were there, and, and they had just been defeated too, and they thought they were going to be the next government. And it was really, really vicious. I could not believe it, the way people acted in the legislature. It was, uh, you know, just worse than the, the worst group you'd ever hear of. Uh, people down here in the country, you know, people here are very polite. And uh, I don't know if you're not polite, I guess you get beat up when you're younger. So to see that behavior was very disturbing. It took me a couple of years to kind of get used to that. Um, and then as Bobby Ann says, the people we represent down here in Haldeman, Norfolk, we're down farm country and steel workers and we're along Lake Erie, uh, really, really good people, uh, not snarky, anything like that. But then you, then you see some of the political shenanigans and that's fine. Uh, I know it's very disturbing for a lot of people with uh, what we see on social media. And what really concerns me, and it's insidious what we're seeing south of the border in the United States, with the vicious, vicious attacks, the fabrications, the outright lies, and then the tremendous power that a lot of this uh, negative politics can have in uh, destroying somebody's reputation. Um, so that bothers me, and I know we're all locked in right now and <clears throat> we're doing Zoom calls and we don't have much face-to-face -face contact. I can't go to the coffee shops. I can't go to the, I go to, normally I go to five meetings a day and community halls and what have you. 
Uh, I door knock all the time. I can't do that right now. I go to parades. But when I go to all of these things, you realize everybody's normal. You know, that they act normal down here. They work hard. They kind of have a conservative mindset. But when you just see it on social media, for example, uh, you just, you almost have to ignore that. And that's where I think a lot of, uh, you know, people uh, say in your association could help out to help us. And I mean, I got kind of a tough skin, I suppose. Uh, but you could probably help out by kind of helping us to feather out some of this ridiculous stuff that is out on social media, let alone some of the mainstream media. A lot of the mainstream media is not conservative or progressive conservative. Bobby Ann knows this stuff inside out. She's been in a few battles. I don't know whether you got any comments, Bobby. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but social media battles are kind of par for the course nowadays. I guess you got to know when to walk away, know when to fold them, I guess. But mm -hmm. it, is, it is disheartening to see um, so many people who cannot agree to disagree. And uh, there seems to be uh, no middle ground anymore on social media. And middle ground is often where the best ideas come from. And you see a lot of censoring and you know just what Toby alluded to it's um it's not good for the right and um we really need to as a group we really need to stand up to a lot of the censoring that's going on and mm -hmm. um we have to push back and I don't exactly know what that means but um you know we can't continue to be pushed down the way we we have been for um you know, the past year or so. So it, it is disheartening to see it, um, but we, we got to continue to rally against it. Well, for sure. I mean, as we see, I mean, Toby touched on media as well. We recently just posted an article at this time of filming about the, the Canadian media and how they're a little biased and stuff. And I think as what we see, and as Toby said, the young people, we are the digital generation. We're the ones that were on the social media. And when we see hard things such as some of the extreme violence or extreme hate that comes from all sorts of people, trolls or sometimes figures of authority, we need to hold them to account and remember that not everyone is like that either. We need to hold the ones that deserve to be held to account, we need to hold them to account and also sort of restore our faith in the fact that not everybody is like that. And I think what Toby touched on, what you touched on Bobby and is a great way to go forward and just remember that we are still human beings and that on the other side of that screen is a human being and everybody has their story and we also need to hold those that make the mistakes to account and make sure that everybody is accounted for. Well spoken. So question three is uh, one that I'm sure you have stories for. And how did you first get involved in politics and how has it changed your life? <laughs> I, I'm afraid I was uh, born a conservative. My, I have the same name as my grandfather. My grandfather was a federal MP for Norfolk at the time. He came in on the war vote. He was, you know, in the army. And, uh, uh, and I, I can remember, maybe I was four years old, in the backseat of my parents' Studebaker going into town, into Port Dover, and every telephone pole had my name on it. 
and I'm four years old and my mom leaned around and looked at me and, and I kind of knew then that this might be a job I might be doing. Now I waited many, many years before I, I got into it, but I, uh, I always, I, of course, I admired my grandfather and I, I just, you know, I remember telling my great aunts and everybody, well, sometime I want to be like my grandfather. My family has been involved for many, many years. I'm the, the direct, uh, the direct heir of uh, a, a British parliamentarian. He was first elected to the Irish parliament in 1799 and he bought, and then he was in the British House of Commons till about 1850. And he bought every single election. He was very, very wealthy. Uh, that kind of stuff went on back then. We saw what went on in the States quite recently. And uh, having been involved in many, many elections and many by-elections, it's so important for all of us to be out there and you know, people in your organization to be out there to help out and as scrutineers and what have you, to make sure nobody cheats, make sure nobody buys the election like my family was 250 years ago. <laughs> well, as we see going forward, well, we, uh, first of all, we, we are glad to hear that you are holding the Barrett name and continuing on in politics. But it's great that uh, that you. that uh, you are continuing on his legacy and showing the the people of today that elections and how we can go forward as a government and hold the traditional values, like I said before, hold the traditional values and keep the new things and bring everything together. And at the OHSDA, we try to get as many people, young people involved in politics from the young age of 14 when they can join the party and elect their leader. And a lot of people need to get involved. And the more people that get involved, the better, the more people that get to immerse themselves in our great system. Question four is our final question. And it kind of uh, brings your experience and the experience of the part of your party and our government, our provincial government. And you have seen your federal counterparts, the Conservative Party of Canada, grow and transform recently with the new leader, the election of the new leader, and a bunch of great MPs, some of who I'm sure you've had lots of discussions with and met. How do you think that they can follow the lead of the Ontario PC party and form a successful majority government? You know, uh, traditionally, and Bobby Ann may have some uh, more up-to-date ideas because I'm, I'm have done it traditionally, door knocking. I, I, for well, gosh, I guess I started door knocking when I was, I think, I guess when I was in university, and uh, so it's all about door knocking and getting the candidate's name out there, having really good literature. Uh, now. Yeah, maybe we can substitute emails and substitute uh, social media. I do a fair bit of social media uh, with uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook, you know, for, for a number of years. And I always use photographs to help communicate, to get people's attention. You can't just drone on with long, <clears throat> you know, long paragraphs and policy and what have you. Um, so, I think the other, I guess the other really important thing is uh, uh, certainly in high school, I was heavily involved in elections. Uh, we put up signs. I love putting up signs. You, you can never have enough people to help put up signs. And you're out there in the fresh air and you get to meet people and uh, kick around. And it's a, that's, a, that's a lot of fun. 
of course we need help with all the electronics and, and, and all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, or, and uh, door knocking itself, administration, helping in the, uh, helping in the office, uh, working the phones, there's uh, all kinds of things that you can get involved in. Um, Bobby Ann's probably one of the best campaign managers in the province of Ontario. And uh, she's been doing, doing that for a number of years with me. I was involved with um, uh, one of my campaign managers years ago was uh, Doug Finley, uh, well known in, in Ottawa. And uh, um, his wife, uh, Diane Finley, is our MP in, in Haldeman, Norfolk. And we learned a lot from, from Doug as well. So I'd like to turn it over to Bobby Ann. How, how the heck are the federal government for the federal candidates, how are they going to win the next election? Because Bobby's run a few federal campaigns as well. Bobby? Well, that's, that's, a, tough, that's a very tough question. Um, I think it all comes down to the work that each individual candidate does in their respective riding. Uh, I mean, yeah. you have to understand your electorate. You have to respond to your electorate. Um, and you have to put in the work. I mean, you cannot be a candidate or that, you know, as a Johnny come lately who, uh, you know, thinks they're going to just sail in and, and have it easy breezy and come out the winner. It doesn't, it, you know, it's, it's not like that campaigning has significantly changed. Um, you know, I, I started in uh, this uh, political world tw nearly 22 years ago and there are a number of things that have changed when it comes to campaigns over the years. Technology, as Toby mentioned, is, is one of the, the biggest changes. Um, how we rely on um, how we rely on technology, and and if that fails on on election day, um, you know you better have hoped that you did everything right up until that point, and that uh, you can now um, you know kind of put your confidence in the work that you did leading up to election day. But um, I think knowing knowing the folks that you're representing is is key. And, um, you know, putting the work in ahead of time, uh, you know, elections aren't won overnight. They take a lot of work. Um, and that starts, as Toby always says to us, that starts the, the day after, you know, you win an election. The, the, the next win starts that day. And, um, you know, campaigns really aren't rocket science. They're just hard work. That's and I, I'd encourage all your members to keep in touch. Uh, give it, you know, give us a call, send us an email, or check us out on social media. We'd be glad to keep in touch with everybody. And uh, of course, uh, if you're digging up any membership down our way, we got a few high schools down here in Holland and Norfolk. Some great high schools. We all went to the the local high schools and. Uh, I, I think we could have a lot of fun with the, well, the coming federal election and then, gosh, next year there's going to be an Ontario election. It's hard to believe if you, I, well, I was when that provincial election was and I remember when, when you guys won a majority, I was so happy and I remember all the teachers that would to, that told me it would never happen and I was so glad. The next day was actually a day off, so I had to wait the weekend, but to politely tell them, told you so. <laughs> that I knew that you guys were going to win and I was so happy and you know what we're probably going to see a federal election soon and 
everybody, all our members, everybody that's listening, all the youth that's listening, get involved. Go to your local. It may be different because of the pandemic. You may not be able to do the traditional door knocking or crowding in hundreds of people inside a campaign office listening to speakers and listening to the to the candidate. But it, it may be different. But you know what? I'm sure everybody needs help, as you've seen, as Bobby Ann has seen. Campaigns, as Bobby Ann said, campaigns are hard work. And a lot of people can get involved. And the more people, I'm sure, the better. And you know, it would be great to see us see people get involved in that OHSA. We want people to get involved, our members to get involved in. You know, it would be great to see that. And that's a really good piece of advice. Thank you for that. Before we end, we always like to do a small little chat and just one last piece of advice. What do you think that I think we touched on it a lot, involved, but what do you think that one takeaway that high school conservatives and high school students in general can do to get more politically active in their community, active in their politics, because it is their country and to, it is their country and how can they get involved in politics and get involved? <laughs> yeah, I think that, well, there's, there is some, you know, wonderful stuff on, uh, on social media, Ontario politics, Canadian politics, uh, US politics. I know down our way, we're like my farm, I'm only 30 miles from Erie, Pennsylvania, across Lake Erie. So US politics seems to dominate uh, here as well. It's people find it, you know, it's very, very interesting. So follow that, that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, Make sure uh, check with some of your your friends. Uh, who, who, you know, maybe they're conservative or progressive conservative. See if they, you know they got an interest. Get together, and then um, if you have a sitting member, contact their uh, their office or their uh, you know their riding association, the local conservative association. Uh, Bobby Ann could give you some help there, or there's other other MPPs or MPs that could. Uh, <clears throat> point you in the right direction and just uh, get in touch with them and just say, hey, you'd like to help out, you'd like to volunteer or you'd like to learn a bit more. Uh, I was just going to say, I think there's a real opportunity for high school students, especially given the fact that you guys have to do your volunteer hours. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Those volunteer hours are a good place to start like politically asking or like asking associations if you can, you know, help out, whether it's stuffing envelopes, that type of thing. And anything to get you in the door and get you, um, uh, you know, involved um, is, is very important. And, and we try to locally encourage students to um, come to us when they need those volunteer hours. Yeah, that's also a great thing. I mean, as we're seeing elections sprout out, if you need volunteer hours, reach out to your candidate and just that's a great opportunity, great opportunity to meet the people in your community and get involved. So we really thank you, Toby and Bobby Ann. Thanks, Bobby Ann, especially for joining in. And thank you, Toby, for taking time out of your very busy days and very busy schedules for joining us. And we wish you well in whatever the future holds for you, next elections and uh, your many, many sessions in, in uh, legislature. And we thank you. And we hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Keep, keep in touch, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that is it. We hope today you, you enjoyed today's video. You can look forward to more videos coming soon and make sure to follow our Twitter and Instagram accounts at Ontario HS Cons 
for info about our next interview and for more great content, make sure to look at our website on ontariohsconservatives.org to learn more about us, to see our projects, and for more great content. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and don't forget to click the notification bell so you never miss a video. We hope to see you all soon.